Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are live, and no, we are not on any influential drugs while we're doing this podcast, recreational or otherwise, as Michael Buble had let out on the uh, press conference afterwards. Pretty fun to see him do that. We'll talk about that and many other things here on Offside Hockey Talk, the All-Star Leafs podcast tonight, brought to you by our friends over at Pucking Glass. You can't have this one. Get your puck and own at the link that'll be in the bio. And by our friends over at Boxing Rock Brewing Co. Check out their beautiful beers. They're the big beers for the big podcast. And speaking of big, it was the NHL All-Star Draft tonight. Dylan, I want to get your instant gut reaction to the NHL All-Star Draft. Uh, Gut instinct, they need to work on their um, audio a lot. There was a couple of mishaps. Uh, I know that they're, they're probably trying to cut out a lot of people because um early on uh every to go into context every captain and co-captain and celebrity captain have had like a little mic similar to this one it yep. uh attached to the head and you could hear all of them later on they stopped working during like interviews with david amber and um i forget the other guy um but i think they had they should work on that a little bit, but other than that, um, it was pretty cool that uh, a little Timbit got to represent Crosby uh, earlier on. At least uh, he didn't have to sit a, a sit around too long to get picked. Um, and um, my only thing I would like, I would have liked to see, is um, some guys uh, go away from familiar faces. That that was my only other thing. What about you, James? Yeah, it was the same thing. I talked about that on the uh, the Locked On Leafs podcast that I was on earlier this evening, um, that I would love to see them stray away from, you know, their friends and all their buddies and, you know, make it so they could, you know, just pick different guys, have different things going on. But everybody stayed pretty safe. I would have loved to see a trade as well, you know, yes. where Lindholm just got traded. It would have been fun to see uh, them traded the other way. Um, you know, Lindholm traded on the fantasy draft over to the squad with Hughes and all his new Vancouver teammates. I thought that was a missed opportunity. But uh, in all in all, the Leafs stayed tight to who they knew and what they knew. So it is what it is. But I'm not uh, 
not too upset about it. I want to know about your reaction to the first picks for first the picks. for the teams. Nikita Kucherov, the Leafs goal with a goaltender, Pasternak. I want to know who do you who do you like? Who didn't you like out of these picks? Um, Crosby wasn't surprised. Uh, the Nova Scotia connection yeah, with McKinnon. Um, Nylander wasn't surprised with Matthews and uh, the first pick with, uh, Hughes, um, wasn't surprised that Kucherov was picked first. Um, I was a little surprised that Hellbuck got picked, but considering how well he's been doing this year, it, it's kind of not a surprise. Um, and then they followed it up kind of with the next guy that I probably would have taken off the board in Pasternak. So, um, uh, overall, I, I think they did they hit on every every uh first draft pick um obviously it is a little upsetting that uh jack hughes doesn't get to participate but at least he got to participate in the draft part of that yeah he's there in spirit he's doing his thing um you know it is what it is on that one the connor hellebuck one kind of surprised me reminded me of guys who in fantasy drafts go after the best goaltender immediately and try to up their stuff so that one kind of caught me uh for a loop you're obviously trying to go with some offense but you got two of the most premier offensive guys in the league. Exactly. In totally understand it. Dry so yeah. you're not doing too shabby. And they added Pasternak anyway. So uh, I think it's pretty cool. A lot of the thing tonight, though, around social media, the jerseys got released a couple weeks ago, and then they got re-talked about tonight, live on the athletes, live on the ice. To me, I've kind of fallen in love with the blue jerseys. I like the Maple Leafs ones. Those ones are catching my attention. I like the way they look. Not a fan of the yellow, not a fan of the red, not a fan of the white ones, but I do like the blue ones. They've grown on me a lot. But on social media, it's still everybody saying these jerseys are trash and they're tired and they look like a kid drew them with Crayola. This is the Drew-inspired jersey. I don't know if you've seen all the rest of the Drew work with the Maple Leafs, but it's along the same vein, folks. So it's not that far out to lunch to what they've already created. I like the blue one. I think it's great. I like the like the comic sans writing on the back too with the nameplate down by the nurse. Let's go. Stop hating on everything. Stop shaking a fist at the clouds. Enjoy something. Have a little fun. They're supposed to be fun and representative of such. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand it. What do you think? Um, I actually, I, I like the blue first of all. Um, but I actually don't mind the yellow. The yellow kind of pops out to me. Uh, it's kind of like a boom in your face yellow. Um, I think it's also similar to, um, like a, a throwback all-star Jersey. Um, again, the, the white is white because, you know, somebody has to play in away kind of colors, but, um, uh, to me, I, th- I have kind of always had the opinion of these that, they're trying to make it uh, appeal to the younger audience, which I think is is the right thing to do. You're trying to grow the great, grow grow the game uh, to the younger audience. So, in my opinion, that's that's why it is the way it is. Um, if you look at anything uh, Drew House does, he's very um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's very cultured in the way that he wants it to look um not cartoonish but he's you know it has that kind of just pizzazz to it. It's, it, it it has his own spin on what it should look like and uh i don't think beaver does a bad job at all um no, i know the one with him man he, he is, i know the biggest thing 
the biggest thing is the spelling maybe not sorry not the biggest thing one of the minor details is is the spelling it's not a capital of the, for their uh first letter of their name i totally get it somebody wants to spell it right is what it is like i have i have no problem with it um but i think people are just finding excuses to hate on something and and try and bring negativity to a it's because it's bieber let's be honest everybody's upset because it's justin bieber and austin matthews and their team doesn't have a justin bieber hanging around every night and wanting to be a part of their squad so you know kick rocks with your jealous thoughts that's all i gotta say on that one that's true and it i mean at least biebs looks like he's uh one of the boys up there on the stage too so oh man i wish you'd throw some wheels on and jump on the ice with the boys on the weekend yeah me too. it's not gonna be much physicality let him go out there and have some fun you know, you never know. Home. Maybe there is something up their sleeve. Who knows? Maybe on the skills comp, he comes out and de- dirty dangles somebody or something. Maybe Binner will come out for that uh, 10 for 10 shootout that they've been <laughs> looking for. Something that did happen. Somebody that was on something. And that's Michael Buble, uh, the post-game presser, talking about being on the uh, the Magic Shroomies. As his friend said that it was a microdose. He said it right on the press conference. So, you know, they asked him questions, and he added that in and said that he was uh, just out there, just out in space, um, basically. And if you look back at some of the pictures of him on the ice, it does look like he is truly just holding on for dear life in some moments. So pretty funny. I think the NHL may have something to say about his comments at the press conference of him talking about that. So, yeah, I, I thought that was a moment in itself. I didn't. I didn't actually catch that. That's. I was. I was actually surprised to see this being written there. But um, you know, I, I kind of noticed something uh, with Bieber. Um, I forget who had asked him, uh, "What are your thoughts on the team?" or something like that. And he's like, "It's pretty good." And that's all he said. I was like, "These guys aren't used to this much media being at them, constantly asking them questions." So I kind of thought that was funny. So maybe Buble got a little uh, shaken under the uh, the media spike there trying and, to lighten the mood for himself and just be ready to be able to yeah. talk and well he definitely had the loose lips that's for sure like even even though these guys are singers and they perform in front of people you know maybe being asked certain questions uh, on a on a podium in front of a bunch of people gives them the nerves you never know so um yeah i i, I mean i'm not surprised enjoy the weekend you know enjoy yeah then the, let, the, let the loose to the the last nhl draft they did the guys were having drinks right and they were uh, a little sauced up when they were talking to each other and and kicking it around so and then the nhl didn't like that i mean it's the no fun league sometimes you know you know they gary bettman you guys can't be doing well guess what everybody does something and has fun with not happy league yeah let it let it let it go let it have some fun um who wins the all-star game who in your opinion what team takes it down i'm going team maple leaf but uh who are you taking who are you taking buddy um it's hard not to say. First of all, I want to I want to say that uh, my dream has come uh, has finally come through with uh, Jake Ottinger joining the Leafs. Uh, I love that moment. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm I'm a big Jake Ottinger uh, card collector. If uh, anybody knows me, um, but I'm gonna put my I would put money on. Uh, Toronto winning it, and I think who will be against them. Um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Team Poppy against Team McDavid. 
I think that's the uh, the ultimate growth for the game right there, Team Poppy versus Team McDavid for the final. I'm saying at least take it down, send everybody home happy, the old wrestling thing. Um, you know, we got some contests going too with our buddies at Buck and Glass that I'll be releasing later on tonight, but we'll talk about that later on. I got a question for you first. You go ahead. What are your thoughts on no one getting a car for being the last pick? I like it. Because then nobody's upset and there's no memes and no jokes and no issues and all that stuff. And I mean, they'll figure it out later on when they do it differently again. But right now, I will say 100% this is probably the best way to do it. And it allowed you to bring a Davy Key on. It allowed you to bring the Timbits into it. You get to tie all kinds of different stuff to it. So it was well done, well received and well rehearsed. So yeah, kudos to the NHL for doing what they did. It, show, it shows the kids that uh, everybody should be included, in my opinion. Listen, there's always a last pick. Oliver Bjorkstrand was still picked last. Technically, period. yes. <laughs> so, still happened. Yeah. Whether you wanted to or not, someone's still – unless you He's still open the envelope. Yeah, I know, exactly. He still opened the envelope last. That's so okay. he knew where he was going last. So anyways, it still happened in a sense. But, yes. yeah, no, I'm happy with that and the way it all shook out. And, you know, they'll improve on things. There's things you can add to this to make it more realistic. And more stuff. So I've always loved the draft. Anyway. I've always loved the draft. So I love that it's back because it gives it, a, you know, another night to anticipate things coming for the weekend. Oh, for sure. It adds a little wrinkle to it. Uh, another thing that happened, the All-Star Weekend, we'll talk, we'll move away from the All-Star itself. And we'll talk about deals that are happening. Elias Lindholm is now a member of the Vancouver Canucks. Multiple pieces going over to the Calgary Flames, including Andre Kuzmenko, a touted prospect, a first-round pick, a third-round pick, um, or a fourth-round pick that be, could become a third-round pick yeah. if the Canucks make the conference finals. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the Canucks get Elias Lindholm, the guy they wanted. And I say this, when a team knows the player they want, and you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, and this is a page right out of their book, team targets player, pays the price for the player they want. They get it done. They did it last year with Tanner Janot from the Nashville Predators. They paid the hefty, hefty price to get the guy that they wanted, a young 25-year-old physical forward. Um, Now Vancouver pays the price they want for their second-line center, a guy they feel could help get them over the hump, play a little bit defensively down that middle, and just add more oomph to their top six. Good on you. Hope you do well. It was a steep price. Hopefully he uh, re-signs and there's an extension there. Uh, but Jesus Murphy, um, better hope that it all works out and works out well for the Vancouver Canucks. Otherwise, you guys are going to get a, a spoonful of what Leaf fan get when we had Ryan O'Reilly leave and Nola Cherry go, you know, after dealing out some stuff last year. So hopefully it works out for Canucks fans. You guys are having a great season, not raining on your parade. But I want to know, what do you think of the deal there, Dilly? Honestly, I don't think the price was uh, paid too much. Um, a first-round pick, you, you know, you, you can see what Elias Lindholm has done in the past, and considering how bad Calgary has been this year, um, I think he just needs to be surrounded with the right players in order to get going. Um, you know, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think it's a loss to have Kuzmenko leave Vancouver Canucks, considering uh, the relationship he has with Talkit and how much he didn't like playing him. Um, 
I think there's uh, that's a big reason why he waived his uh, no trade movement. Um, and yeah. um, and the Canucks didn't give up any major prospects here. So, it, you know, in my opinion, if they still want to go out and get something and and they still do want to give up something, I think they can go out and get, you know, whether it's a defenseman or a bottom six guy to kind of um, stretch the lineup a little bit more. Um, I think they're still fully capable of doing that. Um, but I don't think they gave up uh, too high of prospects and considering the situation that Kuzmenko was in, um, I don't think that it's really a big loss for Vancouver at this point. Yeah, it's not. I mean, is a player that can score you 30 plus goals and Andre Kuzmenko, we did it last year, but and and Lindholm's on system, the long term. And Lindholm's on a rental uh, as far as right now. And like if he signs an extension, that's, you know, even bigger win for Vancouver. But, you know, if he doesn't, then um, I think it's a an appropriate price to pay for a rental. Nope, for sure. 100% agree with you. Um, the other player that could have been included in that deal if the Vancouver Canucks wanted to fork over another first-round pick was Chris Tanev. Um, so that shows me that he is going out the door. He's going to be traded. The price, well, we all know what it is now. It's a first-round pick. That is is that what the rumor was? There. What's that? That's what the rumor was. That is was. exactly what the rumor was, yep. If they were to fork over another first-round pick, he would have been included in that deal going back to the team he originally played for in the Vancouver Canucks. So, Tanev, the Leafs, seems like a deal. Needs to be had here. Obviously, everybody's talking about it. Pay the first-round pick. Bring the man home. Let him play for the Leafs. Put him beside Riley. Bang, bang, done. Do you think? Do you think it? Uh, that's the final piece to get us through two, three rounds. Uh, I also think you need somebody in your bottom six penalty kill wise. I've talked about this at nauseum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you you look around the league and find what you can find. You know, who Absolutely. is it going to be? You look at all the best penalty killers again. I say you grab that list and you look down and say who's a good penalty killing forward. Hello, Sean Corrali. You want to come over here from Columbus? Coleman. Apparently, the Leafs in Columbus are talking. That's another rumor out there. So, Good. is it Sean Corrali? Is it Boone Jenner? Who is it? What's the deal here? You flip. There has been there has David been big Camp? talk with with uh, with uh, Columbus because we were rumored with uh, having a defenseman come that way as well. Yeah. I, I would love Boone. I would love Boone. Boone Jenner would be great on this team, but I mean, you'd have to move some salary out to make it happen. It'd be an expensive deal, prospects and all different things. And a lot of people saying, is this the team you want to go all the way with? Well, I'm sorry to say, but every year you should want to be able to go as far as you can with guys like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, John Tavares, Morgan Riley, go down the list. Yes, you want to be able to try to push any team that has the ability and those star players like that through the way. And by the way, if Joe Wool is what our friend Kevin Woodley projects him to be, and the numbers said he was when he got injured. That is a goaltender that can catch fire and really win you a couple rounds if he's ready to rock and roll, which he should be very shortly, Leaf fans. So get fired up for Joe Wool. But that's another piece right there. If you got your goaltending tandem set, you bring in a guy like Tanner to play with Riley, and then you bring in someone bottom six penalty kill-wise to up that penalty kill style, Maybe a true third-line center. Let's rock and roll. I'm fired up for it. Of course you are. You're always fired up for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Tana, I, I think as far as we, we know, 
I think it's pretty clear that Tree loves Tanev, so hopefully he brings him in. Um, obviously, we've talked about other guys that we've wanted to come in, um, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think you've you've hit it on the dot with everything that we need. And talk about playoffs. I, th- I think that um, as if we get through, you know, one two rounds, I, and if it's only two rounds that we get through and we get to the conference finals. I think that's just more experience that you're adding to these guys to, you know, help build into their mindset of what they need to go moving forward. So it, it would be a huge help in, in their mental state too going into playoffs. Oh, 100%. For sure. And I look at the Leafs and I say, you know, those two moves, get a penalty killer, get a defenseman. Let's keep rolling. We are one, three in a row. We're going to the island. We're playing the Islanders on Monday. Let's keep the train going. Speaking of keeping the train going, let's do the midseason awards. We didn't get to do it yet. Obviously, the all-star break kind of is the midseason stoppage. So for me, we'll jump into these quickly. We don't need to dwell too long. But I want to know, for you this season, who's been the best player for the Maple Leafs? You going first or am I? You can go first. I I think it's easier to say that Nealander is the best best player this year. Um, He's kind of proven it. And I think that uh, him getting the extension is a prime example of why he's the best player. This, why he has been the best player this year. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Mojo Morgan Riley, the nice. guy that stepped up in the playoffs. Consist- I made a video about this the other day about who's the Leafs midseason MVP, and I would say he is right now. Without consistent him on that horse, floor. consistent horse. He's been consistent. The minutes are there. He's not your physical guy, but he's able to get you the points. He's able to do all the other things that you wanted. And he kept the elevation of his game that he stepped up in the playoffs and kept that rolling throughout this season. He's on on pace for 70 points. So I'm not mad at Mo for what he's doing right now. Uh, For me, he's my midseason guy. It's easy to pick Willie because of all the stuff he's done offensively. Easy to pick Matthews. Some people were throwing out Martin Jones. Without him, we wouldn't be in a we playoff. We wouldn't be here. Yeah, hundred percent. So he saved the bacon of the Leafs as well. So there's another name. What is your worst for this season? Doesn't have to be saying he's the worst guy in the world, but worst performance so far through the the halfway point. I kind of have two, but I, I'll I'll go with the the top one. Um, I think it's pretty simple to say Sammy this year. Um, he he has an all time high already in overtime losses, um, which, you know, uh, it could be the format. It could be, you know, Leafs defense, whatever. It, it, it's a big struggle there. But um, considering the mental block that he went through um, this year, and I understand that mental blocks happen at any point in in anyone's life, but um, I think this was a crucial year for him. He, can't, he's, he came off arbitration. And, um, you know, this could have been a year where it was 1A, 1B. It was Sammy and Wool competing against each other. You know, you go one guy's in this night, one guy's in this night. You know, it's kind of like a <clears throat> like in Boston, you know, the Allmark and Swayman kind of combo. Um, obviously, I think that's that would be the best case scenario. But um, I think that Sammy has really given up the torch in uh, key moments this year. No, 100%. I mean, now he's jumped in, though, and he's looking back to being Sammy of old. So, I mean, yes. yeah, it's easy to point that finger. And, I mean, I don't know what was going on there. Maybe there was a whole lot of, hey, we brought in Martin Jones. He felt a little shaky about that. 
maybe also looking over his shoulder at Joe Wool, who's looking really good, and everybody's saying this guy's the next one, you know, in certain the comparison theories. So yeah, for Sammy, it's a it's a problem and an issue. Um, for me, a guy, and I'm gonna surprise some people with this. I know it's his first season in the NHL. I've expected more of Matthew Nice. I wanted more from Matthew Nyes. I wanted more points. I wanted more oomph. I, I rave about him a lot, but, you know, he's great along the wall. He's good at stick checks, but there's a lot of brain farts. Obviously, he's young, but if you're playing with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, even Michael Bunting put up points for crying out loud. So, I mean, it needs to be – he needs to be able to put up more points. He needs to show some more. I know he is showing some of the tools in his toolbox, but for me, Matthew Nyes, I wouldn't say he's the worst – but I'm saying for me, he's. I shouldn't have used the word worst in this. Yeah, disappointment. I would agree. I would agree with disappointment. Yes, Sammy yeah. was a disappointment this year. Yeah, yeah, the disappointment, you know, this season so far. Halfway through is Matthew Nyes. I know it's the first rigors of an 82 NHL game season. He got injured a little bit, nicked up. But at the same time, I expected this guy, with what we saw in the playoffs, to be an absolute beast. For the Toronto Maple Leafs this season, I'm not talking 30, 40 goals, but I am talking probably 20, 25, and maybe about you know 15 to 20 assists, especially playing with Matthews and Marner on a regular basis. That is something I thought would be a thing, but we don't see that right now from him. But we are seeing other growth of parts of his game. But I want this guy to turn it up because right now I'm disappointed in how he's projected so far. And I know we have half a season left but I want more out of the kid. Well, all I can say is I hope that this break is good for him because I know that this man has not played this many uh, games before in his lifetime in a season. So I just hope that uh, this, this eight day uh, break for him is, is, is long enough to help him rejuvenate the next half of the season. Oh, for sure. No, 100%. Man. I pay hundred percent about a lot of things, but that's one thing that I definitely will agree with you. The rest will do a lot of these guys. Good. Geo yeah. included, Brody included. Um, for you, what is the biggest surprise this season when it comes to a player on this team? You know, I think you you talked about Jones there, and he was a great surprise. But um, I don't think anybody saw the resurgence of Simone Benoit. Uh, this man is a knuckle throwing body bumping machine um i don't know if you saw a clip i forget whose podcast i saw the clip is. on luke gaznick's show luke Gazdick. yes um uh he he he's gonna keep on doing what he's doing because he realizes that leafs nation loves it he loves the pound bodies he does he lo- he loves the uh the emotion that's coming from leafs nation so i couldn't be happier with him right now and he is somebody that we've been we've been craving for for years yeah, no, he's a stay-at-home defenseman. We're all falling in love with him. The coaching staff likes him. He'll probably get some elevated minutes, different spots that he'll get put into. Um, for me, the surprise this year, um, I look at it and say, you know, I'm surprised with a guy like Noah Gregor. Noah Gregor's turning it on, doing different things, showing his speed, showing his wheels. But here's the thing. Even when he starts to get rolling or scores a goal or look like he should be elevated in the lineup, he's still happy just to be bottom six and a penalty killer. Just happy to be a part of this roster. Yeah. And, you know, some nights people say, well, this guy shouldn't be in the lineup. You're not going to find a guy that works harder, man. He's just like Simone Benoit. He's throwing the hits. He's physical out there. He's chippy along the glass. He gets in people's faces. 
And, you know, he pots a goal every now and then, and he's got lightning speed. Yeah. That's one thing that he definitely has. So for me, my surprise is definitely Noah Gregor, especially coming in on a PTO. You know, we watched it last year with uh, Zach Aston Reese, you know, didn't look the same though as this guy here who earned his stripes with the Maple Leafs for this season. So yeah, I'm going with Noah Gregor. Uh, Jonesy's a good one too. You're right. And then of course, you know, you can go any which way you want to go with any other player that you think might be a surprise. But even uh, yeah. even even Nealander's kind of a surprise. You know, we we all didn't expect it to be this good, but it has been. And hopefully, uh, hopefully he turns it back on a little bit after the break. You know, at a a little bit of slump and bump there. So let's bump the slump a little bit the other way. Yes, absolutely. All right. So let's wrap this show up tonight. We keep it short and sweet, just like the all-star draft. Where do you rank the Maple Leafs right now in terms of not in the playoffs, playoffs, contender, serious Stanley cup contender on that scale? Where do you got them? Uh, I hate to do this, but, um, unless unless we make a move i don't see us at a contender um i I see us a a playoff team right now um until until proven wrong i'm going to say uh we're we're a playoff team at this point um i think it's clear to everyone in leafs nation that some some moves need to come in first and see how this team shakes up before the playoffs um, so yeah, that's why I have them right there. No, Hey, I'll say this. I'll say playoffs for the Leafs as well. And I say this, if they're able to make the moves that they want to make on defense and on forward, and they can address the penalty kill going forward throughout this season and even maybe get the power play rolling to another level. Yeah. I think you can put them in the contender category, not serious contender. So calm down folks just contender category you make those two moves you better the roster and then you better your pk and power play your special teams which are crucial in the playoffs i think you can say this team could be a contender not a serious vegas colorado edmonton vancouver contender but a contender with the tampa bays the bostons and the other teams i think they can be on that second level down but uh ladies and gentlemen Enjoy the All-Star game this weekend. We will be back in your ears on Sunday night, hopefully with a special guest riding shotgun with us. Uh, We will get our boy Eddie Lack in a couple of weeks. We'll be on the show talking Leafs goaltenders with us. Fired up for that, so thank you, Eddie. I know you tune in here and there, so you'll probably hear this. Uh, But, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this show right here, we enjoy doing it for you. We appreciate all of the support, the likes, the shares, the retweets. Please jump over to the YouTube page. Drop a subscribe. Follow Dylan over on TikTok. Follow Dylan over on Twitter. Get in there. Follow our boy Clark Monroe and Pete the Heat. But ladies and gentlemen, as always, this is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey, well, they come to talk.